What is blood pressure? Why is it important to have your blood pressure in a normal range? If it's high, are there some lifestyle changes you can make to lower it? If you or someone you know has high blood pressure, you're not going to want to miss this episode. Hey all, welcome to the one in five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. I'm your host, Adam Renshaw, and in today's show, we have Dr. David Mark, and we're going to be talking about hypertension. Thanks for joining me, Dr. Mark. Uh, Let's get into it, man. What is hypertension? So in the intro, I I talked about blood pressure or high blood pressure, and then I used a term called hypertension. Are those terms interchangeable? Well, hyper is excessive, right? A lot of, and tension is pressure. So hypertension means high pressure. And when we're talking about blood pressure, yeah, that there, if we call it high blood pressure, that's the same thing as hypertension. Okay. Blood pressure is, is pretty simple, right? The concept is it's the amount of, of, of pushing and pressure that your blood, you know, um, exerts on the walls of the, of the vessels of your arteries in particular. And the, um, we when your when your heart squeezes, you know that generates a, a high high pressure. When your heart relaxes, the pressure in the blood vessels comes down, and that's why when we measure blood pressure, we have two different numbers. The top number is when the heart is squeezing or contracting or contracting. Okay. Yep. We call that systolic your systolic blood pressure, because systole is the term used when the squeezing is happening. And the bottom number is when the heart relaxes. We call that diastole. And so that's the diastolic blood pressure. Okay. Um, So where should these numbers be? So um, for example, I, I saw a physician yesterday and what they do at every visit is they first, the MA comes in, right, and, and takes my blood pressure. That's one of the first things you do. And they put the thing on my finger and put the thing in my ear to take my temperature, right? Or Okay, so so let's say, uh, hypothetically, when I went in, my blood pressure was 160 over 100. Is that a good number? No, it's not a good number. <laughs> okay. And, um, but before, we, before I get to that. I want to just make one point, which is if you were running late for your appointment and you just ran to the clinic and oh, by the way, you get really scared every time you go into the, into the doctor's office, every time you see a white coat, you feel an adrenaline surge, all of those things can affect your blood pressure and make it go high. And the numbers 160 for a top number is too high. The okay. number 100 for a bottom number is too high. Okay. Ideally, you know, we want them much lower. And anything that's over 140 for the top number or over 90 for the bottom number, we consider that to be high. And we would call that hypertension. Okay. So I'm really glad you brought that up because the same thing was explained to me during my visit. And um, they said... Hey, let's, let's wait a little bit. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I get anxiety 
when I walk in there and I know my blood pressure is going to be taken because I've had higher blood pressure over the past couple of months since I've been taking some new medications. And so it gets me revved up. <laughs> and so he said, let's, let's wait a little bit. And, um, maybe towards the end of the visit, let's check it again. And, um, and it was lower. Yeah. It was in that 140 over 90 range. It was still on the high end, but it made me feel a lot better Good. <laughs> about where I was at. Good. There are some real tricks about how the blood pressure is measured. And in cases where we're concerned that, yeah, this might be getting towards the high blood pressure range, it's very important to pay attention to the details of of where the arm is at, if it's at the level of the heart, if if you're relaxed and, and not stressed, um, and whether the blood pressure is being taken by one of those automatic machines or by the manual blood pressure cuff where the, the stethoscope gets on your arm and you pump up the thing and you listen. Okay. Um, so all of those things can be can be important in in accurately measuring the blood pressure. And that's important if we're following to make sure that this really isn't high blood pressure. Do you have a recommendation on like what's the better way, like to stick it in the machine or to do it manually? The machines are increasingly really good, and okay. so it, they used to not be as good. And um, and so if if there was a high blood pressure reading, we would routinely repeat it with a manual cuff, which is still good practice. Um, because the the manual cuff that's what we call the gold standard. That's like the best way to measure it. Um, but again, increasingly, these these new machines are just really good. Um, there's lots of other ways to me measure blood pressure too, including with um, you know you can be as invasive as you put a put a, a catheter in the artery and you can measure the blood pressure oh. directly. So um, the uh, in order to decide whether somebody has high blood pressure, really we we don't like to to make that diagnosis or that determination with just one blood pressure reading because all these things can affect um, what the blood pressure reading is. So what's that process going to look like? So generally speaking, it, you know, if there's a concern that, yeah, your blood pressure might be kind of on the high side, let's watch this and keep an eye on it. Um, there will be a discussion and say, look, you know, here are some things you could do to, to pay attention to reduce your blood pressure. And then we're going to, we're going to, over the next Three, we're gonna have you come back maybe next week, and we're gonna we're gonna do three blood pressure readings, and and sort of do the average of those, and let let that determine whether this is really high blood pressure. If we see a pattern, or consistently those numbers are out of range, we would call that high blood pressure. Okay, um, so going back real quick to what you said, so before you would do those three readings in a week, you said there's some things that you can do to to try and get it lowered. What are some of those things that we can do to try to get it lowered? Yeah, there's, so, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but um, there, a person who is concerned that they might be having, you know, high blood pressure can um, choose to do a few things that, that really re will, over time, reduce their blood pressure. Eating healthy, exercising regularly, maybe cutting down on, salt intake. It turns out probably about 25% of the cases of high blood pressure are what we call salt responsive. And so you can improve your blood pressure by just reducing your sodium intake, Okay. quitting smoking, um, you know, and or 
cutting down on alcohol intake or other um, potentially not so good things. So there's lots of lots of stuff that a person could do to, to make their blood pressure um, more in the normal range. Does anxiety play into this in, Absolutely. in any way? I mean, we, yeah. we touched on it briefly of walking into that doctor's visit and you start to flip yeah. because you know <laughs> something's coming, right? And it could be negative. And so you begin to worry and then that anxiety cause, it can cause that blood pressure to rise. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what if I tried some of those things and my blood pressure is still high? Like what are next steps? Well, I think it's important for for you to know why high blood pressure is bad. So like, because if you don't, if you're just trying to improve a number, that's really not super important. You know, it, it's important for, for anyone who's in this situation to understand why would I want to change these things? And the big deal with high blood pressure, we call it the silent killer. Most of the time people don't feel when their blood pressure is high, they feel just fine because typically blood pressure creeps up slowly over the course of years and the body adapts, so you really don't feel it. Um, but over time, it can cause really significant health problems. Like? Like heart disease. You could have a heart attack, like a stroke. It can affect your, you know, your, the blood vessels in your brain. It can lead to blindness because of the blood vessels in your eyes. Um, it can cause kidney failure, kidney problems. So it, it can be a real big deal. Essentially, when, when the hot, when the pressure's pushing against those walls of the blood vessels of these arteries and arterioles, they don't just sort of take it. They actually, those muscles in those, in the walls of those arteries start growing mm-hmm. and that can cause the, 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 the space inside that blood vessel to get squished. And that can, that sets you up for these, you know, if you have a really narrowed blood vessel, you can have a blood clot more easily mm-hmm. or just by itself, the, the the blood flow can be cut off. And so those things result in a heart attack or a stroke or blindness or kidney failure. So knowing that can give you some incentive to fix it. Okay. And so now I have the incentive and I've tried a couple of things and it still hasn't really worked. Um, you know, we talked briefly before we actually started recording, Dr. Mark, and you were telling me like high blood pressure can be symptomatic of some worse things that may be taking place in your body. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So usually when we see high blood pressure, we're, we're thinking of a condition we call essential hypertension, which is just your blood pressure because of the, you know, you inherited it from your parents. You tend to have high blood pressure. And, and if you knock it, if that doesn't get better with what we call lifestyle modifications, we will try some medications and, and a variety of things to try to improve the blood pressure. If we see that that's not working, or if it seems like this blood pressure is really high, that could be a signal that something else is causing the high blood pressure that's not this condition, essential hypertension. So sometimes you, that could be the result of a, of a tumor in your adrenal glands causing excess hormone um, to be produced. Or it mm. could be um, a narrowing in an artery in your kidneys causing um, blood pressure to be high. So there can be these other things that are kind of you know unusual, we call them zebras, but, uh, but those can, can actually be the cause of the high blood pressure. The high blood pressure is a symptom of these other things, gotcha. which are really important to find. So all the more reason to make sure you're really monitoring some of that stuff. I, as you're describing that, I'm thinking of like Dr. House 
and how he goes about these processes, right, of trying to figure out what's going on with this patient. But yeah, that's worst case scenario. Yeah, though, right? Yeah, well, it, or, or not. I mean, it's just it's just useful. Part of the reason why we check blood pressure at every appointment okay. is to is to make sure we're not missing something that may be yeah one of these more unusual causes. So if it is essential, and we've tried these things, or is that the term you used? Essential? Essential hypertension. Hypertension. Yeah. Um, is there sort of medications that people would start taking? Or what There are. are. There's a whole um, different, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of classes of medicines that we use to treat high blood pressure. And usually uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, sequence that we would use in in choosing which medicine to, to to start with and a lot of the decision about what kind of medicine to use um, is tailored to the to the specifics about the individual so does do you as a patient with high blood pressure also have something else going on like maybe you've had a heart attack or maybe you have diabetes or maybe there's some other condition and and the, the thinking is that let's choose a medicine for high blood pressure where the side effects, because we know that every medicine has a side effect, but where the side effect profiles actually has benefits. So some of the blood pressure medicines are really good for protecting kidneys from the effects of diabetes, for example. Okay. Some blood pressure medicines can protect the heart against um, effects of uh, if you've had a heart attack in the past, for example. Um, some people, you know, have, have allergies to different types of medicines. or So all of these things will factor into what kind of medicine gotcha. we would start. We would start the medicine a few weeks later, uh, have a follow-up appointment to make sure that the side effects aren't too bad, that, you know, the, the person is tolerating the medicine okay. And then we, we monitor the blood pressure through time and make sure that the, that the medicine is working. If after a couple of visits, we don't see that it is bringing the blood pressure down into that normal range, then we have a choice to make to either uh, adjust the dose of the medicine, um, which typically happens, and, and or maybe add a second medicine oh. or even a third. And, and it's not unusual with essential hypertension that we inherit from our parents, that disease. It, th there's a, so many different factors and things that affect blood pressure in the human body we often have to use what are called combinations of medicines where, you know, it's not one type or one class alone that's going to do it. So thankfully, a lot of the, the, the medicines do come where one pill contains multiple medicines. Oh. So uh, using a co what we call a combination therapy is very common in treating high blood pressure. And the results vary, obviously. They do. Per person. Yep. Okay. And we want to make sure that, again, that, that it's working, that uh, it's not causing changes in electrolytes or kidney function or things that might mean that we need to make another change. And then um, the goal, again, is to keep it in the normal range. Okay. So big takeaways. Don't trip. <laughs> Don't freak out, right? Yep. If, it, if it is high, uh, definitely talk with your provider, your physician, your doctor, um, about uh, your blood pressure and why it's important and what are some ways that um, potentially each individual could bring it down if it's high. Yep. Awesome. Very treatable. Cool. Anything else about hypertension or high blood pressure, Dr. Mark? Just remember, it's the silent killer. Don't be fooled. Look for it and take care of it. Great. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The One in Five. 
If you found this content beneficial, please hit that subscribe button or leave a review. We have some great health topics coming your way.